0: Hi, this is Randy Landry, and this is my 114th podcast on Common Sense and Ramblings in America. Today, I'm going to do a little blast from the past. I'm going to read um, not only a posting that I posted over two years ago, um, I'm going to read um, the update that I did for it. And um, so I've been kind of going through some of these articles and seeing where they needed to be updated and all that. I'll be doing another one. I've done some updates on um, Fauci. I don't like to call him Dr. Fauci because he's a charlatan, but um, Fauci. Uh, I'll be doing one of those in the next week or so. Um, I got an update. Um, well, one of my uh, readers um, read one of my earlier postings on Fauci. He said, Oh, you got some stuff that you need to update. I said, Okay, I'll take care of that. Um, I'll put it right on there. It's been on the top of my list of things to do, updating Fauci files. Yeah. Okay. So this article that I wrote over two years ago is hydroxychloroquine. Is it a medication of the devil? Back in, I believe it was March when Trump touted hydroxy, you would have thought the sky had fallen. They just came down on him like a ton of bricks. Well, I'll read to you in my later updates, why this took place. Why they were so adamant against the drug that had been out in the market for over 60 years. Well, we didn't know a lot of shit back then, but apparently some of the powers that be did. Um, And it wasn't President Donald J. Trump, either. He was kind of left out in the cold in this one. There was a lot of wheels and plans being turned and plans being made. Um, So, my original posting was on 6-16-2020. Hydroxychloroquine isn't a medication the devil. I am being facetious, of course. It is not. I will call it hydroxy for short because it's such a damn long name. Hydroxy has been around for over 50 years. I said 50. It's probably closer to 60, but no, nah, it's close enough. It has been used for a number of ailments and as an antiviral. Millions of people have taken untold numbers of these pills without any ill effect. Endocrinologists don't even do cardiac monitoring when they administer the med. With doses much higher than that being used for the treatment of COVID-19, this will change. Azithromycin is another drug that has been administered to millions of people with few problems or side effects. There have been numerous studies done proving that when taken appropriately, as ordered, and as ordered by medical doctors, this tandem treatment has proved the progno- improve the prognosis of COVID patients. Well, it's not just um, these two drugs together. Now they've added a whole slew of other drugs to help out. And um, COVID's a re- it's like chimera, basically. It um, it's really hard to treat. It causes a multitude of problems, so you just can't expect one drug to take care of all the problems. It also causes micro blood clots that have been causing all kinds of grief uh, for patients. Um, patients that have supposedly Um, recovered from the original um, Delta version um, are, are never the same because of the blood clots and the damage done to the brain. The whole problem has arisen because President Donald Trump recommended hydroxy early in the pandemic. He even took it prophylactically. If any other person recommended it, there would be no issues. Now I know that it's not exactly true. It wouldn't matter who said it. It immediately became a political issue when he recommended it. it. was also dealt a death blow when Dr. Fauci spoke out against it. I have discussed Dr. Fauci in a previous, previous well, not just a previous, now it's many previous, artic, previous articles. He has been wrong more than he has been right and has ulterior motives. It has been taken out of the hands of the medical professional. There was a temporary moratorium enacted by the FDA, which allowed it for urgent use, and then they just clamped down on that. Um, they just ended that decree. This was done, March, March April, I believe, in April. Yeah, it wasn't out very long for the doctors were not allowed to use it at all. Um, nice timing considering that there has been a recent uptick in the number of hospital missions for COVID-19. And we all know over a million people have died of COVID um, in the last couple of years. So um, like I said, this article was written two years ago. I just did it, it was short, just to give you an idea of what was going on uh, back then. Um, so politicians have enough issues to take care of without getting involved in a medical arena. Leave the medicine to the doctors. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So now this update was just done today. Remember how I said in the previous sentence, leave it to the doctors. What a joke that statement has proven to be. It is now over two years since I wrote this original posting. So let's take a look and see what has happened to hydroxy. The first problem with hydroxy is that it's just too cheap. It only costs $10 for a full five days of treatment. While its close competitor, remdesivir costs 3000 for the same five days. Remdesivir has proven to be effective in treating COVID. Put Sorry, I forgot to update that. To be ineffective in treating COVID, while hydroxy taken in the right doses and taken in early stages in conjunction with other cheaper alternative drugs has been a game changer. If the safe of ranges are maintained, the drug is totally safe. While Remdesivir has more side effects than you can imagine, including causing liver and kidney failure, as if COVID patients didn't have enough to worry about already. Dr. Fauci has waged the war against hydroxy since the beginning. Stockpiles have been destroyed. It has been pulled off the counter approved list, over the counter approved list. All the tests that have been geared to verify its efficacy have been tainted and rigged. He first started with increasing the stated effective dose from the safe range of 400 milligrams daily to over 13 milligrams, which can be lethal when taken for a prolonged period of time. Hydroxy has been used safely as an antiviral for decades and is quite effective in the 400 milligram range. Why would they do this? They also held the testing to patients who were quite sick and only administered it by itself and not with the other recommended drugs. Again, why would they do this? The reason why they sabotaged a, a, the drug with a proven track record, one that was previously recommended by Dr. Fauci for the original SARS epidemic over 15 years ago, is that it interfered with their agenda. If we had a proven treatment for COVID, the emergency protocol would not be authorized for the vaccines and their booster shots. How had a vested interest in vet- Two individuals now had a vested interest in vaccines, Dr. Fauci and Bill Gates. The NIH, which is run by Dr. Fauci, has the rights to over 40 vaccines, not to mention they have money in Moderna and Pfizer. Now that Pfizer has a drug for treating COVID, they are now, only now are they spreading the good word about early treatment. You should also think long and hard why we are the only modern industrial society without an official treatment plan for COVID. China and Japan had it in the early 2020s. Any doctor who tried to follow an early treatment plan was attacked and branded a charlatan. Some of these brave souls ignored these attacks and risked their licenses to put the safety of their patients first. Those that did so had unbelievable success rates. Some reported no loss of life at all. In case you're wondering what the treatment protocol is, I have listed it below. Treatment protocol: hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, azithromycin, or doxycycline, zinc, vitamin B, Celebrex. Bromhexine, NAC or N-acetylcysteine, vitamin C, quercetin, prednisone, butazonide, can't pronounce today, feminidine or pepsid, nasal rinses and would dilute viral cytal agents. Um, basically, you could just dilute hydroperoxide and sniff it a little bit. Um, full dose aspirin anti heparin, levonox, apixaban, those are all required with uh, res- um, prescriptions from doctors. And Um Some of these drugs you can actually take over the counter, but the vast majority may have to have prescriptions for. Um, and they've proven very, very effective. So... All these drugs taken together have cost far less than the five-day treatment plan for remdesivir. By the way, do you want to know how effective the drug is? They only say say it only will shave off one day in the recovery process for COVID. Put another way, it only reduces symptoms by 3%. Hardly earth-shattering, also no real threat to the vaccine. Do you want to know how much money the pharmaceutical magnets made in the last two years on vaccines? They all reported record profits. That is why they keep on pushing the booster shots. They have a new cash cow. They are pushing vaccines even for children where the risks far outweigh the benefits. Healthy, quote marks, children have a virtual zero risk for COVID. So why were schools closed so long? The decisions being made for us are all about money and power. Unlimited power is truly addicting So that concludes the reading of the update in my article here. Um, So I don't know what you guys think about this, but they've been playing with our lives. We all are pretty much sure that the virus um, was manipulated to make it more effective and dangerous to humans. Um, It also addressed a a great need we had in American society where our population is not only getting older, it's getting more unhealthy Um, The medical system is really having problems, and we're having problems paying for all this. So what, lo and behold, does this virus do? It attacks, basically, people that are elderly. I mean, how does it know that? Well, it goes for the disease processes that we have such a plethora of. It seems to attack patients that are older, like I said, 70, 80 range. Um, Also, people that are morbidly obese. What it does is it keys in on a fat molecule or byproduct. Um, and that's what it uses for nourishment. Um, so we have plenty of that, right? That's why um, I can't say 100% of the children are safe. That's why I put down healthy children are safe. Unhealthy children that are obese or pre- are diabetic now because of poor diet and lack of exercise are at a risk, higher risk than their. Um, their their other healthy uh, classmates. So that's an issue right there. Um, And then it it picks on people with, well, basically, it doesn't pick on them with these disease, these problems. It's because their immune system is weakened. Their ability to fight the the disease is reduced because they have cardiac issues. They're overweight. They're elderly. All these things key work together to make it harder for them to fight it off. And if you start off by saying, hey, you don't need to come to the hospital until you're really, really sick because we don't want to overwhelm the medical system. That's what they were saying in 2020. Well, that's a bunch of bullshit. If you're sick, you freaking come to the doctor go to the hospital. Don't worry about other people. They'll take care of themselves, okay? So these people were waiting, waiting, waiting. And then when they came to the hospital, they were put on high-flow nasal cannulas on BiPAP, terrified out of their asses, Uh, They were tested for COVID um, with tests that really weren't that reliable initially, um, thanks to our CDC, and isolated. Okay, and then some never got to see their loved ones again, period. Um, I'm an ICU nurse. I've seen this. They wouldn't even allow family members to come in and look through windows into the patient's room. What the hell is about that? As long as they're wearing an N95 mask and gowning up and they need to be gowning if they're in the hallway, because we sure as hell weren't doing it, why couldn't they just look in and see their loved ones and then wave to them and all that, at least give them, when they're still awake or, you know, responsive, give them something to hold on to. But no, we took that away from them too, because we wanted to make sure, we really wanted to make sure that these patients didn't make it. We broke their will. We isolated them. That's the only reason I can think of it. We wanted to break their will so they couldn't fight anymore. We isolated them in nursing homes, um, and they never got to see their loved ones. The only people they ever got to see were the workers that worked in the hospital or worked in the nursing home or whatever, or the LTACs. How, how was this good for the people? And in some cases, they just they, nobody was in the room when they died. They just died on their own. How lonely is that? You spent your whole life making a life with, with your family and your loved ones. And now when it comes down to your final moments, you have nobody there. Uh, that was heartbreaking. And we experienced as nurses dozens and dozens of people dying. I had more people die in the, in the last year and a half as an ICU nurse with COVID than I've had in my entire 20 years. It is really sad. And it's, it's hard on the staff as well. You become cold and heartless. Something that you didn't go into nursing for. You wanted to help make people get better, not to watch them die uh, in a cycle that's just totally ridiculous, repeating the same mistakes over and over again, hoping to get different results. Um, so we've just shot ourselves in the ass. We like, went out of our way to let these patients die. We incentivized COVID cases. So even if people came in with flu, they had COVID because he got more money. And you know what, which is really freaking scary and pissed me off, is they gave money, more money, for people that not only got intubated, but the hospitals got more money if the patients died of COVID. It's like, what the frick is that about? Why would you give money to the hospitals if patients died? Aren't we trying to get positive outcomes? Or or is that the new positive outcome? We wanted to kill the elderly. We wanted to kill the morbidly sick or, or or chronically sick Is that what we wanted to do I don't know but after a while I, I got tired I I just got so burnt out and and you, you read my books and over like that you know I I started suffering from um PTSD and obviously I'm still having some aspects of it because I still can't get it out of my damn life I still think about it all the damn time and what we've done to these patients and how we treated them and now after all this time I work, I'm working at an LTAC where I'm not supposed to have COVID patients. We're not supposed to have anything. of in the hospital. I've got a COVID patient. Oh, God. It's like flashback coming back to haunt me. And, and to top it off, the patient's hard of hearing. So I can't even communicate with him because he is just really, really hard of hearing. But um, so even when I'm screaming, he doesn't hear a word I'm saying. So I have to write everything down. It's just... When is this ever going to end? When are our poor people going to get a break here? And it's not because we're doing anything to really make it better for them. We're really not. All these treatments are given these patients, I mean, all these freaking messenger RNA vaccines, what are they doing to our bodies and the boosters? Um, the spike protein gets put in your system. That's from the virus, the spike protein. And it takes half a year or more to get out of your system, and then they want you to get another... Uh, um, booster, and then they were saying that um, natural immunity is not any good. You have to have the vaccine. Who in the hell ever heard that before? Okay, you if you get the you get the virus, you've got immunity to it. Okay, unless it's AIDS, and then AIDS is just a whole nother ball of wax and HIV. Um, as far as how that handles with the immune system, it, it just weakens it so much that you really can't get any immunity from it. But they have treatments for that, at least prophylactic treatments. So, oh, uh, God. Yeah. So, here we're pushing these vaccines that are actually making changes to our bodies. We're becoming, like I said, chimera. We're becoming a, a, a mix of different things. It's like, it's almost like a sci fi movie where your body is being changed. And I just, um, Yeah, I just watched this sci-fi movie called The Titan um, where people were their bodies were manipulated so they would be able to survive um, without any kind of extra protection and and breathing um, apparatuses and all this so they could actually survive as as if their new home on the planet Titan and Saturn. Um, And that was all by genetic manipulation and all that and Changing in treatments and surgical stuff, and it just seems like, are we just now starting to get into this now? I mean, with all these changes that are being made with these messenger RNA vaccines, is this? Are we doing gene manipulation? Are, are we going to um, go through that crap now? Uh, another movie is Gattaca, where they um, manipulate the genes when the. So, you, the, the, the offspring is healthier. They become like super beings. Um, so, they don't have all the diseases. Um, they can manipulate this when, when the egg is being fertilized. I mean, are we, are we getting that way? Is it, so, I don't know. We're, this is like a brave new world here. We're getting into stuff I don't know if we really want to get into. Whenever you mess with Mother Nature, bad things happen. Really do. We've tried so many times to alter our environment, to change this, change that. And almost every time we've done something like this, failure, abject failure has been the result. And it has ruined people's lives, ruined the environment, killed countless species of animals. So we need to be really careful with this. But the thing is, is life has become... Too cheap. It's it's always been cheap throughout our history. If you read our hi- history, so I really enjoy history, uh, reading about it. Because it, it is amazing how callous we have been to our fellow human beings. How we've treated other people. Only people in our little groups matter. Or our families matter. And it's sometimes not even that. It's all about ourselves. Um, so, uh, I don't know. I get on a little rant and tear here, but um, Dr. Fauci and Bill Gates are two evil, greedy SOBs, and I call Dr. Fauci a little troll, and Bill Gates is freaking really close to it. So um, how can anybody that destroyed countless people's lives and destroyed their businesses and all that just so he can make a profit all of a sudden be good? Well, it isn't the case. He's not trying to be good. He has put out there that we are too many people in this world. We have too many people living here. That people need to be. Our population needs to be reduced. How are you going to do that? Well, a good way is to kill everybody off, isn't it? So, um, yeah, why not have the vaccines do the work for you? Right. Some they said some vaccines they were trying to make them so they would um, make like a form of birth control. They would actually make you. Um, not impudent but they're sterile. Who the hell knows? That's another thing we gotta watch out about. Um, it's a it's a scary world out there and it's the problem is when your government, the people that you elect to take care of you, to you know, to make sure you're safe so other foreign powers can't invade you and all this, you're being sold out on a daily basis. Sold out. All of our hard earned packs for your dollars is flooding. Just racing out of this country to take care of other places, other people, and of course, only a small percentage of the money actually goes to anything. If you read about how much money it was pumped into Afghanistan and Iraq to, to potentially rebuild them, and these buildings—they built hotels that were never completed, that are just shells—and millions and millions of dollars were spent, cost overruns. And it was just a, a freaking joke. It really was. Um, so, well, I guess I'm going to about wrap it up here. I've been rambling long enough. Um, as always, be safe. Keep up the fight. The midterms are almost here. Let's hope this is going to be the key with this election. If everybody seems to be positive that we're going to have a red wave, that we are going to take out the uh, Democrats But they've been doing stuff, okay? They're not going to roll over that easy and let us take over. So I'm worried. So um, they could also be playing possum and allowing us to think that we can win and then just destroy us in, in two more years when it comes time for the president to be elected. I don't know. I'm very nervous. I'm very worried about the whole situation. So, guys, just keep that information flowing out there. Keep it as accurate as possible. Make sure it's civil. Um, Take care, all right? You have a great day.